Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. You know, yeah, people do, do like the NFL. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I hear. Although it was pointed out by somebody on the Twitter, um, and I, well, I hear it here a second ago, but I'll paraphrase it. And I know what is the Game of Thorns, whatever that show was. Yeah, it Thorn in Your night. Side. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's on the HBO, so that's not regular network TV. Mm-hmm. But its viewership last night apparently was 13.7 million. Yeah. For the very celebrated Game of Thrones. Right? Yeah, I heard it ended really just and, awesome. I didn't. Yeah. I must admit, I didn't watch it because I haven't been on board the Thrones lately. But um, <laughs> but people said it was terrible. Right? They hated it. Yeah. It drew thirteen point seven million viewers. That would rank it as the seventy first most popular NFL televised game of all time. Seventy <laughs> first. Now again, that is fair. remarkable. That's though. not fair, though. In HBO versus like network TV, true. Plus, the Super Bowl is the biggest event every single year. But it's just not all the Super is any NFL yeah, game. No, I understand that. Seventy first. It the is list. funny though. That is shocking. Now, speaking of that, um, you mentioned and look, this is something that I I saw happening live on social media last night as Game of Thrones was ending. And I was watching Raptors and. Bucks, a double overtime game, even though it wasn't really that great of a basketball game. But no, but it was. Certainly I was watching it. Yes. Dramatic, yeah. And people were mad that it went to double overtime because, hey, Game of Thrones is starting. I got to turn it off, blah, 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 whatever. And then you started to see all of the tweets and the reactions on social media of people just saying, oh, my God, this is awful. I can't believe yeah, this is terrible. You, There's a petition out for, for them to just totally redo season eight oh, or the, the final season of Game oh, of Thrones. Please. Yeah, it's gotten totally out of hand. But I was thinking about it and what is it about tremendous series that enthrall you for so many years and you're invested? They're like these cult, you know, like followings and they finish so unbelievably poorly. Well, two things. Number one, by the end, it sounds like the game of thorns. <laughs> they just didn't give a blank anymore by the end, right? Seriously, they, they got complacent. They, like you they, like to say, they had another like water bottle. Like, <laughs> Seriously, did they just say, well, you know what, uh, whatever we throw out there, if yeah. we fart... Make up your own mind, yeah. lines, we yeah. don't care. It's like, a, it's like a rock band when they have a few, you know, huge albums and then, you know, the, the record company's like, okay, what's next? And they're like, look, we could literally fart on this record and they would put it out because people would buy it. It depends on you what type caring. of instrumentals you had with yeah. it. Sure. Well, yeah, for sure. Okay, I'm going to give you my theory. Uh, we'll take one call on the Michigan or anybody else, but since this caller has been holding on the Michigan basketball coaching search, and then I want to give you my theory oh. on the end of series. Is okay. that okay? Sure. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Ticket taxes at nine seven one three six. It's kind of funny. Like all of these shows, they end up choking. And you know, we were having the conversation <laughs> about choking. <laughs> they See do what I did of. there. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Let's go to Chance. You're on ninety seven one. The ticket. Hey, Chance. Hey guys, how's it going? Hello, Chancellor. I've been listening a lot of radio today. And every time Jawan Howard name come up, everybody say he can't recruit. He can't recruit when he has a phone with LeBron James number in it, Dwayne Wade number in it, and those two guys got two of the future best basketball players right in their homes. 
So when is Jamal Howard can actually get Brian Brian to Detroit? I mean, to Michigan. What if he can get Zion to Michigan? And then uh, you got to keep in mind, his, his nephew is at the combine now about to go in the NBA. So he has a plug to the young guys that's, that's, you know, going to college in the next few years. And ain't like they stand forever. So one year with, you know, Jawan Howard, then they go, you know, I don't see Jawan can pull out more superstar kids and five-star recruits than any of these guys I named. I don't, but... main recognition. It, that sounds simple, but I don't think it is. Tell me who has done that, that has gone back. And even, what, remember, Clyde Drexler went back to Houston. He had all the connect. He didn't really do anything, per se, right? Patrick Ewing has gone back to Georgetown. He's been there two years now. He hasn't done much. Mull, Mull, Chris Mullen was at Chris St. Mullen. John's for a yeah, bit and, and left unceremoniously. And listen, I... That's not, I mean, Juwan Howard is 24 years in the NBA, 19 as a player, has worked under Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra. Uh, Sounds like he's been building for this and working for this for a while. My concern is he's never done it. We can say all we want about what great potential. He's never done it. He's never sat in one recruit's house and tried to get him to go to a school. That doesn't concern you? And listen, I, I don't think it eliminates him because he does have a very unique resume in every other way, mm-hmm. but that wouldn't concern you at no, all. No, the recruiting aspect doesn't concern me Not in any way, shape, or I form. I mean, just never having been on a on a college team, a program, yeah, no, as a coach of any I, type. I think it's X's and O's. What's his system? You know, Beeline was a system guy. You knew what they were going to do. He knew the types of players they were going to get. What... What kind of a, a system is he going to run? And let's be honest, the NBA game, very different than the college game, especially, you know, at this point, it's a much more clogged, you know, environment out yes. there on the court than it is in the NBA. Yes. Now, listen, again, he's still certainly entitled to be a candidate, and who knows, maybe Ward Manuel hires him, but just to pin it on, ah, yeah, he'll bring in so many great recruits. And the other thing Michigan is so, 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 so cognizant of is not taking chances on any players and any recruits and anything at all. And that kind of limits your talent pool a little bit from what I understand in college basketball. It didn't hurt him before. The only difference is Beeline had the ability to get the very best out of you know, players and oh, yeah, make no, them that, better college players than anyone could have imagined. made up for the lack of yes. five stars, for sure. I would agree with that. But Beeline also, they did end up taking the next step as far as the sure. caliber of recruit. I mean, they went from, you know, recruiting guys like Blake McClymans, you know, to Mo Wagner, who Duke wanted, you mm-hmm. know, to bring over from no, Germany. No, I mean, they, you know, Mitch McGarry, they ended up getting a few different guys that were at that, uh, that level. That's why it's going to be very difficult, obviously, uh, to replace John Beeline. Um, now, on this uh, HBO thing, the phone number is 248-539-9797, ticket text 97136. Um did uh, I didn't watch it? You didn't watch it, but no. that doesn't matter. That means we won't give away spoilers. But I was so amused people at the were, immediate reaction. People were all about giving away spoilers last night on Twitter, though, because they were so pissed. Thank right? God I wasn't following it. Yeah. yeah, but you asked, why do we always seem unsatisfied when a great series ends? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sopranos ending, right? The um, Seinfeld. People didn't like the Steinfeld. Even the final season of Mad Men. I love that show. Wasn't very good. I I like the final scene and how it happened. Yes, Yes. I like that. That Outside of that, no. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, 
And my thing is, they're probably not as bad at endings of Lost. The end of I loved Lost. I didn't destroy the ending like a lot of people did, but a lot of people absolutely hated it. I think it's because a you have this love affair with the show that you've been watching, and nothing will satisfy it. Mm-hmm. And b you just have expectations so high, like what ending to anything ever really, you know, lives up to the expectation, you know, like, so when you have such a high expectation and you've been told and built up and everybody, it's, I think it's almost impossible for them to deliver. Is now it that said, I don't know if they really did blow it on Game of Thrones because I didn't watch it. According to everyone, it was like a waste of 10 years. The, everything they invested in, that what they didn't want to happen apparently ended up happening or something. I have no idea. But it is interesting because the, the longevity of a television show and a series, you do have way more time to be let down. Like how many times, I don't know, do you see a new movie and you go, boy, that it really ruined the ending really ruined it for me. Yeah, but Jordan wasted two hours. That, that's the thing. It's not, it's, like not as big, it's not as big of a deal. Right. No, that's my point. Like when TV, you have so much time to get excited or start to think, okay, I think this is how it's going to go. I love that character. And then, bam, after 10 years rooting for him, he's gone or what, right. whatever it may be. It's so different when it comes to movies. You have so much more invested in the characters because you've been, as opposed to watching them for two hours on the screen, you've been watching them for what? A hundred hours over however many years. So here's my thing. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Ticket text nine seven one three six. I'll tell you what the best ending to a series ever was. And I don't know how many people saw it. It was pretty popular at the time. And I'm not going all the way back to New Heart, which everybody loves. That's like the classic best ending ever. I don't even know what you're talking about. I know. Um <laughs> And the all-time worst endings. I don't think they've the bad endings have been as bad as people think. But there's one or two that I thought were spectacular endings. Do you have one that you thought was... I can think of a few. The sure. all-time, in your mind, best. Mm-hmm. And the all-time, in your mind, worst. Like Gilligan's Island. When they finally got <laughs> off the island... <laughs> I don't even remember the end of Gilligan's Island. I don't know. Like Did that. they ever get off? I don't know. Did they ever end? <laughs> I have no idea. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.